What is up, people? We are live tonight uh, with a few less people than normal. Um, tonight, it is going to be myself and Derek and Corey, but let's read the actual intro, I guess. So, good evening, boys and girls, tryhards, and speedy boys. Welcome to another serious Airsoft podcast. Um yeah, so grab a beer, pour a shot, and raise a toast to your host. Uh, my name is Carl, BB Dynamics, and then we have Corey of Guardian Tees. What's up, guys? And Derek Campbell of Moguns Tactical. Hey, what's up? So, yeah, tonight should be an interesting one. We have an awesome guest. She's been known in the industry for a long time and played for a long time. Uh, also part of one of our sponsors, Anola Gay Airsoft, as a sponsored player. Is that correct, Kate? Um, they don't like do that. So we're like friends. Y'all homies. I got it. We're homies. I got you. And, uh, yeah, but we're tonight here with Milsom Kate. So everybody said to Kate, but, uh, yeah, tonight we have a couple of sponsors. Like you guys have obviously known and seen, uh, Anola gay use ASAP 15 for all 15% off on smoke textile products in the U S because fuck you, European, com- the side of EG, I guess. Because <laughs> that's where you can only form it, is the US. Overwatch Tactics, they do games. You should check them out. I don't know when the next game is, but you'll find out on their website. KWA, is you guys know, is also a tried and true industry leader in AEGs. Um, with a whole bunch of new guns like the Mod 1 and Mod 2 are out now and a whole bunch of new stuff that they're working on. So I know Cole's working on it. I don't know Eric's working on it. But um, tonight we're also using Streamlabs for the first time that I've set up for my stream that I normally use for my personal one. Um, So let me guys know if there's anything weird. But yeah, I mean, that's we're basically jumping right into it. I I, I don't know what else to say, but um, hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> I'm not as entertaining as when it comes to reading the intros, okay? Eric's a lot more lively when it comes to it. My bad. Uh, he's definitely the personality of the show, that's for sure. Or, or Cole, I mean. He and Drunk Cole. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves Drunk Cole. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I guess I can start it off. Yeah. Um, I know we had seen some pictures from this last event that you attended, Kate. Um, you were kind of like in charge of the COVID-related uh, screenings. It looked like. Yeah. Um, how, did, how did how did that work out, and how did people kind of uh, adapt to that whole thing that we have going on right now? Um. So basically, pretty much everybody was cool with it. I mean, everybody was just excited to get to play airsoft again. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, we were too. We were like, we're doing this. This event's actually happening, and we just had to kind of figure out what guidelines we needed and what like what was I don't want to say like the law but kind of like what we had to do and then what we should do just to be safe for the players for the staff and with the facility like GTI was really good they really want us to be able to do it and so it was just that thing of like okay we're gonna take people's temperatures like it sounds stupid and it was hot out but what people had to finally start realizing was I'm not taking the temperature of like the thing that like your head that's been in the sun. Like it's, it goes a little bit deeper than that. And we were getting good readings. We didn't have to send anybody away. Um, I think we had two people who were slightly high. So we took them inside, let them cool down. And then like, they were good. Um, And the social distancing aspect, I will say. So at registration, we had chalk marks on the ground, six feet. It was good. And then the rest of the weekend was kind of like, in safety briefing at Chrono where we can control it, you know, keep your social distancing. Otherwise we suggest it. We would like you to, but it's, we can't enforce that 100%. I mean, nobody can. So overall it went really well though. That's good. I mean, it's super cool that you got to be part of, I don't know, regulating the community. That sounds kind of weird, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. yeah. The game uh, require face masks or covers or anything like that. No, um, Airsoft Junkies did offer them. It was like a dollar, so it wasn't like, you know, they were overcharging anything. It was a dollar for masks, and it was a dollar for a pair of gloves. So if if you felt more comfortable wearing that, 
then by all means, here you go. We're offering something for you. Um, the only people who were required to wear it were those of us working registration. Um, just because we're first contact, it was just safer for us just in case. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Nice. How many people did you have there? Um, I honestly can't tell you how many people exactly, but it was definitely over 300. Nice. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we normally for Stonebreaker, we have, I mean, we could have five, 600 people ish. Um, but with the number of people who are DOD restricted military or jobs just from the, the change of dates, I mean, I still feel like 350 plus was really good numbers. So, yeah, no, yeah. that's a super good turnout for an event that was so close to, I guess, for the state to come out of a mm-hmm. lockdown. So how was the attitude? Were people like excited to get out and play finally? Oh yeah. I, I was thanked so many times and not to say that like normal event airsofters aren't like thankful or whatever, but you can, oh, they're assholes. We can say that. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But like for the most part, I mean, for the most part, everybody's always nice, but everybody was like, you could just tell they were like, holy shit, we're out of the house. We're going to fucking sling BBs. Like, this is awesome. And I mean, everybody was super pumped about it. So it was, it was great. Yeah. So, Sal said 576 total. Oh, thanks, Sal. Cause that's I don't massive. Know. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, and the nice part though is like GTI has opened up the, uh, the AO so much that unless you get all the dumb people who just like love living in the jock building, it was pretty spread out. So in that sense, you know, I honestly didn't notice that there was that many people. Wow. How'd the, yeah. uh, how'd the environment feel overall gameplay wise? Obviously it sounded like everybody's super excited to play. I'm guessing the event went pretty smooth overall from an environment standpoint of people's attitudes and just gameplay attitude overall during yeah. the game. Um, yeah, there were a few instances with people, um, you know, getting overheated, which made them grumpy and, you know, that you're going to get that at any event. Um, but for the most part, the sportsmanship at this one was like really good, wow. uh, better than most. And I honestly feel like it was just people were excited to be out of their house. That's super cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for a game that we can go to again. There was a couple of main uh, Titan Milsom events that I know got canceled around about the same timeline. It was actually supposed to happen. What? Two weekends ago, maybe Derek was, it, mm-hmm. or maybe it yeah. was last weekend. And it, I know it was super on the fence of back and forth, but I know Ross called it pretty early for it to not happen, which was good. But um, yeah, it, it still bum- it still bums me out because I don't think I'll be going to an event until Copperhead. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, honestly, if we hadn't had is. this one, I wouldn't have been at anything till Copperhead, probably. So yeah. Has the a lot of your like local fields opened up back up again or um this is where I turn into an awful local air softer. Um <laughs> I I uh, I'm not a huge fan of one of the fields and then the other one. I think they opened, but I haven't been checking lately. I I, I know the feeling. Our local yeah. scene here in Colorado is sucks. Yeah. If you want anything no. good, you gotta travel for it. I mean I'm not I'm not like they don't suck. It's just more of like not a big fan of one. The other one is about an hour plus away. And I just honestly, because of all the we've only been I think we just started phase two. So if they are open, they've only been open for like a week or two, mm. maybe. Which makes sense around the same timeline of, uh, you know, obviously like the game of Stonebreaker happening. So, yeah. And that was the weird thing, too, is like, so I live in North Carolina and it was in South Carolina. It's only like two and a half hours away from me. But they're they were in such a completely different like openness than we were at that point. So that was that was a bit weird. Nice. Did you get to fly on the little bird at all? Not this time. Um, It is my absolute favorite thing. Um, Yeah. I mean, and this is my my thing. Like we had a guy whose gun went down and I was like, guy, it doesn't matter. Like. You can pretend to shoot. Who cares? <laughs> it is just the funnest thing, so you should do it. Yeah. Well, I so. watched a bunch of videos of it flying around, and uh, my concern would have been on that AO is that there is a lot of people that stay inside the whole time. There may not be a whole lot of targets running yeah. around the outside. Um, thankfully, though, like so, the way um, Third Coast set up uh, Stonebreaker, there's only one objective inside. Oh, okay. And it's mm-hmm. in the control room. 
Um, and so everything else is either outside or near, like right on the edge of a building. And it really opens the environment up so that they have to play outside, which don't get me wrong. I love GTI. I love the jock building. I kind of hate it now, but I love the jock building. But when you get 400 people trying to play in that small building, it's a shit show, yeah. like beyond shit show. So I love having the open environment. The pipe yard actually this year was like the main area that we had some epic battles and the little bird flies right by it. So they had some nice. good shooting over there. Awesome. Yeah. I know the last day I met, what was it? Is it Fated Giant? Is that what they call the event there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Dude, it was a gaggle. <laughs> it was like, it was pretty much everybody trying to run up a hill to get in through one door into that building. It seemed yeah. like the whole day. Yeah. And apparently there used to be a bunch of trees out there that they said made it a little bit easy to maneuver around. And then once they got rid of those, made it a little bit more difficult. But if they've opened it up even further, I'd like to go out there and try it again. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance, um, check the third coast page. Uh, I think Sal posted up the iron fury, which is the next event there for them. Um, they, it's, it's a completely different style of event too, but they've opened up, I want to say like two, three, 400 acres or some, something crazy. Um, and so it'll, it'll kind of transition into some like woods games and stuff too. So I'm really excited to hopefully try guardian center this year since it's starting to open back up. (sighs) <sighs> or I'm just it was opening before all dream. this shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. I miss it, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. Yeah. I've heard that's a mess trying to lock that place down. Oh, I bet. Most, uh, most good AOs require an unbelievable amount of hoops that the hosts have to jump through. Yeah. But from what I've heard with guardian center, it's like worse than anything else yeah. because hmm. they, the government contracts they get or whatever, they can kick you out. Like super, oh, your your event's coming up. Too bad. See ya. And you're yeah. like, but my deposit. And they're like, nah, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. They're like, what deposit? Yeah. That's what happened with uh, Camp uh, Camp Shelby. A new yep. guy in charge uh, yeah. and just decided, yeah, Airsoft is lame. And whoosh, <laughs> no more Airsoft. Yeah. He needs to get like promoted or something. So we get a different person back yeah. over there. Just go nice. away. So what uh what is your next event going to be? Um that's a really good question. Um probably Copperhead. Yeah. And then Iron Fury for Third Coast after that. I'm honestly it's one of those who knows maybe somebody's event will pop up and I can go but no idea. Yeah. I have a feeling once everything starts to get back to normal it's just going to be jam packed with events just one right on top of the other. Yeah. It's a lot of conflicting dates, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of hard choices to make. Yeah, yeah I think I think it's going to be tough. Like the end of the year is going to be like, oh, do you want to go to these three events back to back to back or oh, look, two on the same day. Yeah, because I think Southern Front, Copperhead and um, Broken Home just run like one right after the other. Oh, geez. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I have a whole bunch of other personal events of like drift events and stuff like that are all timed around in September too. Like my September is, I'm going to be very poor. Like it's going to be, <laughs> going to be interesting because all these other, you know, just events that are just like in Airsoft, they're all getting pushed to like August, September now. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So Kate, how did you, I mean, for people that don't know who you are, like, How'd you get into airsoft? Like where, when did you start playing? Um, so like many people, I played paintball. Um, Mm. I know, I know. Um, no, I, uh, (laughs) I played paintball. And then, um, when I was in high school, like a bunch of the guys were playing paintball or whatever. And then we switched to airsoft and, uh, but I didn't really start playing any big events until like 2013. 2014 something like that so um and we were we were doing um the uh black sheep events at like camp shelby and stuff at first a lot of those yeah some of the og more og i guess you could say earlier events yeah definitely yeah i know i omar hush you (laughs) Um, nobody nobody cares what he thinks just ignore him (laughs) but um but yeah so it started with those and then um started doing the AMS and third coast stuff and they're still here. So here I am. <laughs> nice. 
Well, I mean, a lot of people I feel like know you from just how long you've been playing and that you're also probably one of the like most friendly people when it comes to staging areas at events ever. So, I mean, I, I think that's I, th- I can't remember if I met you two copyrights ago or the I think it was a little bit. Yeah, it was probably two copyrights ago because I at least probably. knew who you were. Obviously, the event before it was actually the photo. It was the orange and purple photo. Um that you that shot of you when you're on cost oh, running yeah. across from the buildings. Yeah. That yeah. was such a good photo. Yeah. So it's it's my favorite one to repost because I'm like, oh, let me tag all these things and get all these likes. Yeah. So but yeah, I, I don't know. Like for me, when when you get there like on a Thursday or Friday or whatever, and like people are rushing around trying to set up, I'm like, okay, put put me to work. Because you guys are making this event happen. So if I can help you, then we get to play Airsoft. So, like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of how it happened. And then I just got sucked in. Yeah. What's probably, like, your most favorite event that you've ever attended? Or whether it was, you know, helping run the game or play it in. What was your favorite that you've done? Oh, geez. Um... Shit. Uh, I guess it might, I don't know. That's tough because so it'd, it'd probably be like a tie because Copperhead, <laughs> Copperhead is like one of the coolest AOs. It is. Like yeah. I've ever been to. And um, there's just, there's also just like this whole, next level aspect of playing airsoft when there could be a rattlesnake right next to you and you know like all the different crazy stuff that happens at that ao so probably copperhead um but i don't know yeah let's say copperhead just because that's, well, what's the that's other what's a- the other event that you're on the fence that you really <laughs> enjoy um so i working wise i did the um starburst for third coast mm. And um, we implemented a couple new things uh, in the last one. Yes, last one. I've the events run together, and um, so I was I was adminning, and we uh, we put in medevacs, and so we ended up riding around in the back of a trailer with a boombox, running helicopter sounds, and we were just a traveling medevac. So like when we'd get the call in from one of the sides, it would be like, "Go!" You turn the helicopter on, you spin up, and like I'm running around with this like legit. Um, shit so what's it called but it's like this little thing you pull it out and it looks like a little helicopter thing it was dope and so from an admin standpoint that was one of the funnest events ever how long ago was that event uh it was just last year oh, in, okay. um october november december i don't know whenever starburst is right where is starburst located again i can't remember uh it's it's at fort hood fort hood yeah, Forehood's a good AO too. I mean, if and if anybody who's listening has never been to Forehood, Forehood is a lot of fun with the yes, different is. dynamics in buildings and even a little bit of terrain because there's some parts where it's kind of open. You have some tall grass and then really dense areas that uh, you can get lost in. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So it was October and it was called a VS17 panel. Thanks, Sal. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Chris Schwartz from the chat asks, what is like the worst <laughs> Milsim injury you've ever had or That's worst um, injury? So I, uh, I was at Stonebreaker 2017 at mm-hmm. GTI and, um, I was wearing low face, lower face pro helmet and then the Oakley M frames. And so there was like that big of a gap, I don't know, one eighth of an inch or something stupid, um, and we were playing the uh, the Thunder Run, and I was in a stairwell, and this dude was coming up the stairwell, and he turned and got the shot on me, and it hit me in the face, uh, right in between my lower face pro and my my glasses, and um, so like I I like called it, hit the light, backed up, and all of a sudden I started tasting iron, and I was like, iron. oh, yeah, like the irony taste of oh. blood, and oh, I was yeah. like, oh shit, okay, so I like. I didn't even wait to bleed out. I was like, I got to go. So I, I get out of there, take all the stuff off and then go into the like building where they have all the vendors and stuff set up and it's dark. So I did not actually look at my face or my hands or anything. And I'm like, Hey, am I bleeding? And these dudes turn and their faces were like, Holy shit. 
And so I'm freaking out because I'm like, I mean, it hurt, but what's like, how wrong? bad is and it? I look, yeah. Dude, the blood was all over my face. <laughs> like it's somewhere on my Instagram. You can find it. Um, but I had taken a um, EG flashbang to the face the day before. So like my face was a little swollen already. And then it was like super bloody. And uh, they ended up, I had to go to the doctor five days later and get the BB removed. Oh, so it's lodged in your face. Oh, God. Because I had people check it. And I think when they went to check it, they pushed it further in. Oh, no. And uh, yeah, so going to the doctor to be like, uh, they're like, hey, what's wrong? And I'm like, I I think I have a six millimeter plastic BB in my face. And the look they give you is pretty good. They're like, what the fuck? (laughs) And um, yeah, they did do an x-ray and stuff. And it was it was like pretty far in there they had to numb it up and everything to get it out so so it was basically like part of your cheek or like lower part of your yeah. eye socket huh it um yeah it lodged in like right in right in there i don't know there's like a scar um and it's weird because sometimes if you feel it like you can feel the dent of where there's like missing like tissue or whatever from where it lodged in there because i've definitely so. seen posts of like bb's getting lodged in people but they were able to push it out that's insane that you had yeah. to actually get x-rayed to and that was that's crazy that was the thing like i i like you know we went in and washed it off and i had like three different people like staring at it and like messing with it and i think it just happened to hit the spot right between some stuff and when they went to try to like i guess squeeze it out or whatever it just went the other way Ugh. and uh so but yeah that uh that's why you wear a face pro kids it right. didn't matter but that's why you wear it Right. So not just to protect your teeth. Yeah. No, God, no. It's not just for your teeth. It's and then because of that, I couldn't play for like two months because I was gonna be the maid of honor in my best friend's wedding. And she was like, You better not get anything else wrong with you before the wedding. And I was like, Okay, not playing airsoft, got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, that uh, that does not sound fun. Yeah. So that's, that's the worst one. I mean, I, I almost broke my ankle last week, but like that was nothing. So, uh, I, I mean, we kind of asked Kelly this kind of the same question, but what is your partake obviously on a sport or a hobby that is so, you know, lacks so many few females in just overall scene or in general of, Airsoft, how does it feel or what is it like to be, I guess, a woman that is in airsoft? Um, it depends on it, it depends on where you are. Um, I mean, obviously, like on the Internet, it sucks a lot mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, but as far as like at events and stuff, and this goes for like Third Coast or AMS um, or even like the Black Sheep stuff from way back, like the people you surround yourself um make the event like make the whole thing better um and they you like if it's people you know or people that you play with they don't make it about oh you're a girl you can't do this whatever and then the people you get who are like oh you can't do whatever the minute they see you they're like oh shit okay all right yeah whatever you can do this you know and so that that part's nice at least where they they stop treating you so differently Mm -hmm. but then i did have a kid um last weekend try to uh, ask me for my number mid game. <laughs> so you still deal with like shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's only like the, the small percentage of assholes that can ruin your day. But for the most part, you get so many other people who back you up that, you know, fuck them. Speaking well, of assholes. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Hey, that was a good transition. Right. I thought so. <laughs> But I, what I was going to say is I feel like I feel like you, you know, take the attitude about it super well, even at games of Copper, where I've seen you. I mean, you're very willing, obviously, to be the first one to be like, yeah, let's go do this. Let's go do this objective. Or even, you know, since you've done it so long to take a group of people and just be like, yep, we're going that way. So <laughs> I give you props for that because yeah, you're not afraid to take charge at all. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I mean. It, it was definitely something that I had to like become more confident in when it is you and then like 10 dudes right. and they're like, Hey, we need to do this thing. And you look around and nobody's doing anything. And you're like, cool. All right. We're going to go do that. All right. 
let's go. And you just kind of hope that they follow you. Right. Um, and, and actually that happened exactly at Copperhead where, uh, Yuck was like, yo, we need to do this thing. And he looked at me, it was like, Kate, let's go. And I was like, got it, man. Let's, let's do this. So I don't know. It's just, I think it's because I've been playing for so long that, um, I stopped, I stopped really giving a shit if this dude is like, oh, this is some stupid girl, whatever. Fine. You don't want to follow me and do cool shit. Just don't. Yeah. And especially for people that don't go and follow, you know, even leaders of the game, they miss out on some really good points of, you know, events. I I feel like, cause like some of the best engagements I had are like super just one-off random, like, all right, we're all going this way. And then you end up running into, you know, a ton of people and it's a lot of fun. So yeah. Or no, in our that, case, the inevitable sure. flank that we spend like two hours trying to do every time. And then we just pop out where we didn't mean to, like right in the middle of the enemy team. And it's like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. yeah oh, this works. <laughs> every, that happened to us at, at Reindeer Games one year. Yeah. There was like four of us and Bo was like, hey, has anybody been in the uh, the other mount site? And we were like, I don't know. And he goes, you guys go. And we ended up, it was like me and Darren and Tony and Matt. And we ended up getting the uh, the dummy before we were supposed to we radioed in they're like yeah just wait a few minutes and then, like 10 minutes later lolosa was like hey we got this pilot and we just had to like grab him and run back it was great nice it's always nice stumbling across objectives like that's the best thing like or especially early game when you rush into a house and you're like is it are we supposed to mess with this can we <laughs> yeah. take this right. <laughs> and nobody fucking knows and then you find out 10 minutes later it's like oh yeah that was a really big objective it's like yeah you told but us see, not to touch it I'd rather find that out than do the opposite and be like, yo, we got to get that. And you get it all the way back. And they're like, no, go put that back. Go put it back. Yeah. I did that at <laughs> one of the Overwatch games. There's this, they had this big missile thing and they're like, our objective was to take it. And so in my mind, I was like, fuck this. I'm taking it, taking it. So we spent like, we did like four charges trying to get this fucking missile. And I just finally, we, after we killed them all, ran up, picked it up, threw it on my shoulder and ran like all the way back to our fob with it. <laughs> Soto comes out and he's like, we weren't supposed to, you weren't supposed to move it. I was like, no, nah, you said, take it. I'm taking it fucking home. This is mine now. This belongs to me. Fuck this. That's funny. We we had that happen uh, last year when Carl and I, um, yeah. when he was XO and I was CO for an event here in Colorado. And early, like, game would just start and guys would run off and we're sitting back at the fob. And then we'd have guys come back a couple minutes later holding shit like, hey, we found this. Like, go put it back. Yeah. Did we tell you Dummies. to do that? <laughs> So, um, looking at the chat, um, Tim. Yes, um, I was. I was going to get that. Okay, yeah. Animal Crossing right now is the shit. It's so much better than Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is fun. Stop. But like, Animal Crossing is a hundred percent better. I love Pokemon sure. so much. Listen, Stop it's it. not Smash yeah, but Brothers. Pokemon it doesn't Go. Exist. Yeah. Like <laughs> Smash you... Brothers. Yeah, but Smash Bros is more fun with people. At least with Animal Crossing, you have shit to do. Yeah, Smash, pretty Smash much undefeated Bros. with Jigglypuff. Smash Bros. brings up the devil in me. I, I, I can only play Smash Bros. like a very short amount of time before I turn into an absolute bastard. We used to yeah. do yeah. house tournaments in like the, the yeah. house I used to live in with all my roommates. And yeah, they you'd get heated and not talk to certain people for like two days after those. Yeah, the best fist fights we had in Iraq were over. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you <laughs> over Smash Brothers on GameCube because there's there's 100% a hundred percent an evolution for me. It's like using bullshit characters using bullshit characters and then i whip out like fucking king k rule or wolf or somebody like that and it's like now i'm fucking serious now you're getting your ass kicked tired of this shit tired of losing uh, you need to watch the hey ash what you play an episode about smash bros mm-hmm. it'll it'll change your life i'll have to look oh, at that is. i'll have to look at that after it yeah I was, i'm a huge pokemon fan i by the way i stream almost yeah, multiple times a week, and yeah, some of my streams are Pokemon based, so I, lo- I love Pokemon. But. I do too, but but Pokemon I'm goes just addicted to, to Animal Crossing. Yeah, that, I've heard it's. I was gonna get uh, so I I was gonna buy a Switch for my wife and get her Animal Crossing because she's working from home full time. She's been home for like two months now, and I and she she was like really into the Sims, so I was like, this might be like crack cocaine. Oh, I yeah. might need to hold off on this because <laughs> it seems like it's like yeah, the Sims is like mildly addicting, but I hear horror stories about. Uh, Animal Crossing, just like eating people's souls. <laughs> yeah, I um, <laughs> lost my house to Animal. To, well, at least I still got my Switch. No, I uh, I almost got in trouble at work the other day because um, turnip prices were really high, and you gotta sell, bro. You gotta, oh, you gotta sell. And <laughs> some goddamn turnips. It got uh, got a little uh, scary there for a minute. Mm. 
So have you, did you guys already go over the event and some like the check-in process? That's I was really curious yeah. about like what yeah, you guys Yeah, well, you're approximately process. 31 minutes behind. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I was on the lake. Fuck you. I didn't know it. I smell like fish shit and lake water. It's terrible. That's delightful. Thank you. <laughs> trying to give you a so, whole... So, <laughs> Corey, before the show, oh, it was. It was you mentioned good. you had a good story about possibly um, uh, oh, breaking yeah, some please. things. Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about it a few times. I bought a new trailer like two weeks ago, and I've taken it out You know, once a week for a couple of days, uh, just taking the family out to the lake and stuff. And uh, the first time we went out, the kids in the trailer next to us had... Um, walkie-talkies so the kids are running around playing with walkie-talkies they're having a good time with them so i go out and i buy my kids walkie-talkies well we're coming home from this latest trip and my kids are just blabbering back and forth back and forth and i get tired of it so i take it away from them and i set it on the center console i pull into my driveway i unhook the trailer i pull forward and i'm going back to finish unhooking the trailer so i pull forward i take the gear shift and push it all the way forward (laughs) Because it would locks in if you go, you know, the furthest, you know, closest uh-huh. to the dashes you can, it's in park, <laughs> right? It locks into park. You don't even have to look at it. Well, maybe you I should. Lo- it, it, yeah, it locks it in. Lock right into neutrals. I, but it I get out. Like. No worse. I get out. <laughs> I get. I step out of my car and it just rockets in reverse. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it hits my trailer and launches my trailer through my shop door and just oh blows my, my shop door off the rails. <laughs> By some act of God, the hitch on my car, like tin ringed the hitch on the trailer, did no damage to either of them. It hit the ladder on my trailer, did no damage to the ladder or the trailer. The only thing that got damaged was my shop door, and we were able to beat everything back into place with a hammer. That's a meaty fucking trailer. Yeah. So there was an opportunity for me to do about, I don't know, $10,000 worth of damage to things, and it ended up being zero. But uh, anyway, wow. the walkie-talkie is staying in the back of the car now because the, the walkie-talkie <laughs> is what was blocking it. It hit the walkie-talkie uh, and locked it into reverse because I set it right. up on the uh, into, like a little leather area, you know, yeah, 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 on the knob. Yeah, so it's not my fault. I'm responsible. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's ever your fault, Corey. Yeah. We've learned that. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know how it lined up on the shop door either. Like it should have hit the brick the way it was lined up. So it was just uh, it was an act of God, God's divine <laughs> intervention. Yeah, it sounds like you should have had a real bad day and you just got super lucky. Oh, yeah. dude. I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> but it's good. Everything worked out. It's You're fine. bringing that thing to Copperhead, right? Uh, it depends. If they don't have hookups there, there's really no point. Yeah, I guess that's true. I I don't I want to say they do, but it's over in the the lame camping area. Yeah, well, so here you got to be in the cool area. Yeah, here here's the downside to the RV. Um, yes, you can go off grid with it, but you have to have a plan in place to go and dump like your black water and your gray water. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Otherwise, you're just uh, trucking poop. That's what the storm day. drain is for. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I could open it up and just sling it all over the highway for a couple hundred miles. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. a good time. I don't know what you're talking about. Pretty sure you can get ticketed pretty it's, heavily. For it's that. New Mexico. Nobody cares. Well, yeah, there's people pooping all over the. <laughs> Just all over the place. Yeah, you can get away with it with your gray water because that's like your sink water and your bath water. Mm -hmm. But uh, people don't people don't want you launching turds all over the road. (laughs) Yeah, I would prefer that not happen. That's an oil slick. Oh god. (laughs) Yeah. Gets on the windshield. Well, or I mean, we did that. I did that last trip where I was trying to relieve myself right at the beginning of the drive and had that experience. You threw pee all over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Not all over me. I'll just all over the side of my truck. Yeah, everybody, everybody's peed on themselves at least once. No big deal. Don't be embarrassed, Cole. Be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Wear it like a badge of honor. No, it's fun. Maybe though, man. not. That might smell. Having 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 a camper is fun. It's a blast. We need to we need to take it out and road trip. I still got to hook you up with one of my works uh, bike racks. Yeah, so let me know about what's that. It, what's it called? The jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Cole, you said your uh, local fields are opening up. Have you hit them yet? So I went and picked up one of my guns from my tech. Uh, I haven't played yet though. I just went and picked it up, kind of test fired a couple of times and then bounced out. I am going to try this weekend to make it out. The problem is um, most of the local fields here, except for like one are doing a 
pre-sale ticket in advance. Mm. Oh, so like D14 only they, they, it was 50 last week, this weekend it's a hundred. Uh, but they only oh, have, so the they're to, capping the sales, capping the sales at a hundred and you have to pre-buy the tickets. I think there was like 60 left earlier today. They're probably all gone now. Cause that field regularly gets 150, 200 people Saturday and Sunday. It doesn't yeah. matter. They, they kill it. Um, Derek, could you imagine a local field near to us with that many people on a regular basis? Well, unfathomable. And then That's, eight set, there's eight, seven, eight as well, which probably gets 20 to 30. And there's DFWAP, which probably gets 20 to 30. So like, I've got options. Uh, I need to look and see what eight, seven, eight, like what they're, if they have a presale, um, policy and what they're doing. Cause I need to get out of play. I've got all this shit that I need to like start breaking <laughs> in before Copperhead. Cause God knows we'll make that 14 hour drive and then nothing will work for me. And I'll just be <laughs> screaming just the entire time. But, uh, That'd be sad. yeah, no, I, I haven't gotten a chance to, I need to, I really need to, I need to try for Saturday is what I think I'm going to, I'm going to try to venture out and see if I can do something. I'll probably look up on, cause eight, seven, eight and D 14 are like the same distance for me, just in opposite directions. Um, it's about 45 minutes. Anyway, I slice it maybe an hour. To oh, that's one. not bad. Yeah. So it's not terrible. Um, <clears throat> I just need, you definitely to, need to know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I need, and I know they've got it on the website. I've just, I, I've only been to eight, seven, eight, like once. Uh, it's, it's a fun enough field. I just, it's given the option between the two. I've usually just gone to D 14 just cause that's where everybody I know goes. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's kind of nice having your own tribe of idiots. Uh, but I'll I'll probably give them a shot unless I look on D14's deal tonight and they say that they've got tickets still available because I'll probably snag one of those. But like, eh, screw it. Nice. Well, actually, I wanted to read a, a question that came up earlier for Kate. And Kate, uh, Juan was asking, speaking of girls standpoint, what is the best like loadout or where or plate carrier or chest rig that you particularly go with as a female airsofter? Okay. So that is, that's a really good question. Um, it depends on the event and the, like, I guess it depends on what I'm doing. Um, so like last weekend I was a stonebreaker and all I was, the only play time I had was for op four for the tier one missions at night. So for that, I was running my spiritus microfight rig, like mm. just running the chest rig and it was awesome. Spiritus is is good people. Speaking of Spiritus, did did anybody see Derek's uh, reply video to Spiritus about Ravioli and a two four nine? That was a good time. <laughs> yeah, we talked about oh, that. This, yeah. this is one of the dumbest but m most intriguing things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, how I'm I'm still picking Ravioli out yeah. of the feed. It pond makes assembly. It makes me hate you in a good way. <laughs> 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 it's it's coming from pure jealousy. It is the only reason. I mean, it's, it's like the biggest flex I can think of. Everybody else like, oh, I'm going to put on nods or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Derek's like, nah, I'm going to dump a whole can of ravioli in my $2,000 249. <laughs> Enjoy. My I mean, a 249 is cool, but can you wreck it through a garage Yo, door? Yo, if you can find one for $2,000, <laughs> let me know. You won yours in a raffle. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, right? You won everything in a raffle, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, I know, right? Something, lose, something suspect there. I lose all the raffles. <laughs> I have won one raffle, and it was a the last Copperhead or the Copperhead before that, and it was the like I seriously was like, yeah, all right, I'm not gonna win here. Hold my ticket. We're about to leave, and then like as we're walking away, they called my ticket number, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back real quick. Let me <laughs> give me that shit. That's fine. <laughs> I, I keep winning shit that I don't need or want or have any use for. Like I've won two red line systems. Mm. I was like, all right, you I know don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I, I mean, I guess I, we, uh, Punk and I, we gave the second one away to a kid at, uh, at, uh, Overwatch or, uh, Avalon three. This kid with a Pikachu nice. backpack who was like the coolest little dude I've ever seen. Like I, he's been there. I, awesome. He's been there all three years. Pokemon is superior. Oh my God, shut up. His ass off and he's got this dope ass little Pikachu backpack that he wears every time so we just call him Pikachu and I was like give that give that to that kid he's running around with a crappy old GNG give that to him yeah but yeah that's that's my luck I always win something that I don't need or I don't want it but you gotta be grateful free is free I guess right Maybe. yeah I think the only thing I ever won at an event was uh, an Elite Force tack and I actually ended up 
giving that away on one of my giveaways on my YouTube channel. But man. yeah, fancy doing giveaways. Yeah, yeah. always got to give back. I mean, we don't. We did. <laughs> we don't anymore. We did for a while. Now, now we just listen to complain people who weren't going to buy our merch complain about us not having any merch. <laughs> it's cool. I want a shirt, so I don't have to complain. Yeah, there you go. Everybody else is like, we know you bastards aren't going to buy them. You just want the, you want the option. You want the eye candy on the website. Speaking of ASAP plugs, uh, if you guys don't know about a bio now, is that we actually created a Discord, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a interesting interesting time in there. Um, I'll have to go back. It was and, a mistake, but it's too late now. Yeah, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to start gearing up to do like game nights and start streaming on twitch my capture card actually just randomly shit the bed so i gotta buy a new one of those which is super fun that's what happens when you keister it, it look man i didn't know clinching <laughs> like that was gonna just snap the fucking thing in half okay i know you've been doing squats man it kegels you know you gotta, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta figure out something some way to to keep fit in this quarantine but uh, so I think the plan is we'd like to get as many as people can in the discord because we didn't realize there's a bunch of cool, like little neat tricks you can do in discord uh, where yeah. we can all, all stream. Well, I, I just haven't messed with it a lot because I'm a, I'm a console dork. Uh, but the, the ability for everybody in there to stream separately and for you, us to be, you guys to be able to click and choose and for you guys to jump into games with us too occasionally is going to be really fun. So that's something we want to really try to push and get rocking and rolling so as many of you as can fuck everybody jo- go join the discord right now it's free just do it i'm in i did it earlier today nice yeah, see be like kate <laughs> yeah also um while we're plugging more stuff like obviously the asap page uh we've been thinking about ways that we're gonna try to create some merch for you guys but you know the thing is you have to buy it we've got we've got <laughs> ideas Good luck. we've got stuff lined up stickers koozies and shirts are the main three I think stickers, I've got the stickers ordered, actually. They just haven't shown up yet. Uh, I ordered those two days ago. So we'll have stickers here in a couple weeks. That was cheap enough. I was like, eh, screw it. So if you guys don't buy them, I'm just going to slap them all over everything I own and severely piss off my wife. Yeah. So buy them, please. Save stickers, from, you say? Save me for myself. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I have to buy some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we haven't figured out pricing yet, but uh, we're going to. We're going to figure out something cool to do with those. And like I said, koozies was another thing we're looking at. Shirts, obviously. Um, Can you guys do bottle koozies mm-hmm. instead of regular koozies? Like the neoprene know. ones? Sure. Derek, yeah, repost the cool. link if you could real quick, by the way. For some reason, people are talking about it. So, uh, I was going to just say real quick, speaking of shilling, I don't know if anybody saw, but uh, the EG67s recently got a new classification I from the ATF. That. Yes. Yeah, so they oh. ship cheaper now, right? Is that yep. what they sh- uh, the purpose mm-hmm. is? I think the idea is they ship cheaper and they should be less restricted at certain fields. Um, so I don't know how that affects you guys, uh, but seriously, go on, check out the Anolga Airsoft page and uh, kind of read off what they're talking about because it could affect a lot of people a lot more than it does. Like They're not really available uh, down here for anything other than sale, but mm-hmm. this could mean in certain states that you can use them at your local fields now, I think, which is really yeah. cool. Because those What's, things beat the shit out of Thunderbees or the things. Yeah. That are Obviously, before. follow your local fields rules. Obviously, Guidelines. when it comes to using them, yeah, don't and be state stupid. laws and shit. Yeah, don't ask throw ask firework stands, smoke grenades, and tire piles, <laughs> and burn down my favorite <laughs> oh, field. Yeah, please don't burn do down that. Uh, yeah, just burn uh, down Fort Hood too while you're at it. <laughs> hit up your local, hit up your local fields. If they sell, the, if they sell Anoligate products, if they sell the G six or seven, ask them if this has any real outstanding effect. It probably won't for a lot. It probably won't for most, but it's, uh, he said it went from a 1.4 S versus 1.4 G. I don't know what that means, Omar. You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> but thanks, Omar. Uh, but yeah, love you guys. Anyways, what were you saying, Kate? Also, I'm just, since we're plugging them, I got to see one of the backpacks last weekend. Oof. Those things are dope. Mm-hmm. Yo, the bags, the, the, it's what, the, the Ronin, the. Sure. Something know. they've got like samurai names, but they're fucking yeah. Oh, they is, it on their, is it on their website? Should be on their website. Probably, yeah. Uh they let us look at them and dick around with them at, at Conquest of Avalon 3. And those bags are super legit. They got a zip like one of them had like a zipper on the top for your that was like uh uh like microfiber lined, so you could just throw your sunglasses in there and not have to yeah. worry about them getting scratched up and like all this crazy shit. Oh, that's right, that's not Omar's show anymore. Sorry. What? 
I, I, I forgot Omar isn't with EG anymore. Oh, I just always, I always associate him. He's so pretty. Yeah. There's the, uh, the, 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 oh my gosh, I can't talk. The heist, <laughs> the, the Yakuza, the Yakuza the triad. They're tried. Okay. So they're, they went with uh, like Asian gangster names. I got you. Yeah. I'll but like um, yeah, I had to give away the one at the raffle and I'm like, I picked it up. was looking. I was like, do I have to give this away? There's some stuff in it. Can I just give that away? <laughs> like, yeah. It's one of those times when you're on the raffle podium, you're like, fuck, can I just keep this? Yeah. Like, do we hey, have to give this one away? Is there another one I can keep? Like, yeah. yeah hey, uh, EG, I'm going to need you to send me one for testing. Okay. <laughs> testing. Testing. Sponsors. Sponsorship. Send it to me <laughs> and my mass following of 500 people are going to, are going to hear about how mediocre it is. <laughs> Um, really quick, want to touch back on the whole um, chest rig yeah, uh, carrier thing. Um, so I did, I did put a comment um, in the chat, but um, honestly, like women's body shape is so different than dudes. That for the most part, she's gonna have to try it on. Um, and if you're doing a plate carrier, just remember that you're not running real plates unless you're crazy, and. Mm. Most likely you'll put some type of either like a uh, fake plate or like core performances ice plate because those are dope. Um, but it's all about just how it fits. But like you said, um, the Spiritus rig, you could just attach that uh, microfite to the front and then she can run either way. So that's my vote is try that. The microflights are great. Oh, Be sure and try, try to, if you can, try to find somebody who has it and see if they'll let you try it on. Don't be yeah. creepy about it. Don't just walk up some random dude and be like, <laughs> or your local shop if they would potentially yeah. have it in like, stock. Yeah, too, is a great true. way. A lot of them do. A lot of them have it in stock. Uh, but be sure and try something on before you buy because nothing sucks worse. Oh my god! Than spending two hundred something dollars on a plate carrier or a chest rig, and then throwing it on and being like, oh, well, this is a nice training bra, but it doesn't that. exactly work the way it's supposed to for me. Done that. So that's a, that's a, I can, you can chalk that up to hard lessons learned. That's why, that's why you, you hope that happens to you when you bought something that everybody wants. So mm-hmm. then you can be like, cool internet, here you go. Highest bidder. That usually yeah. doesn't happen like that, but I'm just, you know, maybe. Yeah. Cause then the kids just come out of the woodworks and be like, it's been worn two cents. <laughs> yeah. But if it's, if it's uh, Juan's girlfriend, hello. Thousands. A girl wore it. It's worth Loads thousands of money. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is worn by an actual insert airsoft girl celebrity here it's been signed so it's pretty rare oh, fuck god god those posts they, yeah it's just they make me want to violently shit my pants like i don't know how to explain <laughs> it it's it's so aggravating when i'm flipping through hop up and it, I, I, you always see it you always see like some gun that's like signed by jet leah or signed by this person and i'm yeah, like yeah. i'm like what what did you have somebody like verify this? Like, <laughs> Where's it, the certificate? Yeah, Where's in any <laughs> other section of the world, you need a certificate. So I'm demanding certificates from these kids. Um, the real question is in what way, shape, or form does that uh, raise the value of it? I I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand signatures in the first place. Mm. Like I can kind of get like old stuff. Like I have a Nolan Ryan autographed baseball from the 90s yeah. that's still yeah. worth less than $200. Derek, My wife. That's My sad. wife's got a Luke Gehrig ball. That thing's worth a shitload. Derek, you yeah. had a shit ton of people try to offer you money for the jewel gun, didn't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, the jewel gun. The yes. the meme. <laughs> so that was really funny because the meme happened and the meme got you A, the recognition, B, your gun back, and C, <laughs> made outlaw anodizing the pariahs that they deserve to be because they're fucking retards. <sighs> they are the... Every, they, they did everything wrong without, without opening that can of worms. The longer I have my stuff back, the more stuff I realized that they did wrong. Oh, Maybe God. they were absolute geniuses, though. Because it, you said it like double. You were getting offers that were like double what it was worth, right? Yeah, I got offered two thousand dollars for just the lower. Only you. That would only happen to you. <laughs> Wild. My memes and the sur- memes surrounding me are way more famous than I am. That's you just, just my cross to bear. Suffer for like six months. <laughs> just anguish. <laughs> was it worth it? No. no it yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. The, the signatures thing is weird. I Only once at Broken Home, I had someone ask me to sign one of my patches that I was selling. I was like, I, I, I don't like why. 
It's a perfectly good patch. You know what you should do? This doesn't add to it in any way. Any anytime someone asks me to sign something, I'm just gonna if someone ever does, I'm just gonna spit on it. Man. There. There. I have so money now, in essence. It's worse than money now. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to get some really good headshots made and have a bunch printed out and bring them to events <laughs> and just give them to people signed that they don't even ask for it. Yeah. Like, ask Actually, for, like, the money ask for they ask for a kill card. They're like, I got something better for you. Oh my God, and please do this. And have, like, have like the Instagram, the Facebook page, like everything. <laughs> yeah, you like, got it. Like go <laughs> oh my God. Some 1980s like glamour shot. It's genius. <laughs> I need to do it now while my hair is like long as shit. I need to do it with the, the quarantine do. Which and just have 50 of them that you just give to people who don't even want them. Yeah. Give at the end of the game a couple to Bo that he'll raffle off to people. <laughs> Tim, Tim said in the comments that he's signed kids' helmets. Uh, I'm guessing Buffalo Battleground is my guess is where Tim would probably sign them. Anyway, anyway. That is where he's pretty famous. Yeah, and as Tim says, I've signed kids' helmets before, and it took all my strength on me to not put a giant dick on the helmet. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> man, just, just, just spit on it and be like, there, that's for you. Put your face in it. Ask for something <laughs> dumb, and you shall receive something dumb. But like instead of an Intel card, like a kill card or whatever, that would be really funny. Yes. Be like, oh yeah, dude, I got your Intel here. Well, most people, most people who know me know that if you shoot me, I'll give you a shot of whiskey because there's always a flask. <laughs> so that's, that was always a fun one because it got to the point where like people knew the flask, but they had no idea who I was. <laughs> so they'd see it sticking on my plate carrier and be like, oh, that's the dude. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, my whiskey alone, you animals. Zane. Zane was the worst offender because somehow he was always on the opposite team and Zane's just a fucking monster and he would always nail me right in the fucking forehead. Every event, that dude would place one right in between my eyes and be like, all right, come on, cough it up. What do you got this time? <laughs> I caught him with tequila one reindeer games and he was not pleased. So what is your preferred uh, drink mid-game in a hot flask? Bourbon. Actually, Bourbon. scotch. It was scotch at Copperhead and it was actually really good. I remember that between you, me, oh. and uh, Eric and um, Cass. Cass. Yeah, good times. <laughs> Cass, I'm pretty sure Cass had a straw running to my paper <laughs> the entire time. Like, yeah, that was uh, the Natter well, days. Dude, okay. the Natter days. Those actually, if nobody's okay, I'm telling you right now, if you've never tried a Natter days that is like their limeade, it's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like an so Almer, good. Arnold Palmer beer, and yeah. it is. Hmm. Back. Yeah, it, it has become my airsoft drink at Milsom West, uh, the Uzbek um, insurgency. We got uh, like two or three big 30 bricks and we burned through them all through the weekend. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. I found myself just like ignoring our stuff that we had bought and going over to his cool and like, hey, what a matter does that? <laughs> Give me that shit. But. I, uh, so does third coast have anything else coming up soon? Anytime. Um, so the next thing they've got is going to be iron fury. It's in September. Um, the fury. cool thing about this one though, it is a GTI again, but okay. it is a completely different type of game. I don't think I've ever been to GTI before. Well, then you should come for this one. Where is GTI? At? Uh, Barnwell, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Oh, fuck me. No wonder I've never been. It's like, a <laughs> damn it. That's the first time I road tripped with Woodcock, and I th- want to say it was like 15 hours for us. I could I could be wrong. Maybe it was 11. Oof. That's a lot of Woodcock. It's <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of cock. That's a lot of time with the pecker. <laughs> no, man, he he's a marathon driver, dude. I hate driving more than anything in the world, and uh, he did it the whole way there, the that's, whole way back. I was a damn. terrible passenger. I slept a lot. That's why Corey and I <laughs> hate each other whenever we go on road trips because both of us are the same way. We want to sleep and we don't want to drive. And it's it's a quick game to whoever falls asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove the whole way to Copperhead, and the agreement was that Cole was going to no, drive. No, you drove the whole way back. No, okay, I take that back. I, you you drove the last hour, and you almost hit like some monster out in the middle of the. It was desert. an elk. It was, it was, an elk. It was well. It was what? the size of my car. It was yes. to go. He hit an animal that was. He almost hit an animal. There was like a herd of them <laughs> running across the street in the middle of the desert that almost hit they us. They were larger than his wife's SUV that we had borrowed. There's nothing. Were, oh my god. There's, there's the biggest thing I've ever seen outside of a zoo, other than people being smuggled across the border. And Cole found the biggest animal that he could and almost hit it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. Could no, have been so anyway, we're turning way. around to come back, and Cole's like, "Oh, I'll drive the. I'll drive back." I said, "Cool." He made it an hour and a half. <laughs> and I was stuck driving 
11 more hours. That sucks. He's, he's a sweet boy. Never woke me up. Oh, and then he woke <laughs> up for the last 30 minutes, volunteered to drive and got pulled over. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, yeah. yeah. If, if anybody's yeah. in the running for the worst co-pilot. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a garbage co-pilot. You need to just let me make make a nest in the back and just throw snacks at you. Don't expect anything more. Oof. Me and Derek, I feel like, I mean, how many, Derek, how many trips have we done together so far? We've done Three a handful. I think we do a pretty good job. Yeah, I think so. Passing the baton back and forth. Yeah. As needed. Yep. Shifting. But, uh, so what, what's the difference between this game and, cause I, I did have some questions about the tier one missions, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what so they're we'll, called. We'll touch on those after, but so what's the, what's the difference between, uh, Stonebreaker and, Okay, iron, so Iron Girdle or whatever the it's is. Iron. Oh, I like Iron Girdle. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll send them that suggestion. I'll let Sal know. Um, okay, so with uh, I was trying to be all smart and get the stupid like full actual fucking post that he did that was really good about it. But don't, don't, don't do that. Don't try to be right. professional on this show. So it was like semi-professional, man. Not, not, like, mm, come on. Even even semi-distraction. <laughs> so basically, um, with like Stonebreaker, you have all the objectives and it's just tan on green. Mm-hmm. And um, for Iron Fury, they're opening up, I I think, 400 more acres of land. Wow, oh, shit. that's big. I th- don't quote me. I mean, you can, but it's wrong. So um, they're, they're opening up a shit ton more land. And so you've got like, you know, your normal AO is like this big with all like the buildings and stuff. And mm-hmm. then like in a general that way direction, it's all these trees and shit. And in the next couple months, they're going to be like building stuff and doing all sorts of whatever for their own, you know, facility, like ranges and different shit. I don't know. And so Iron Fury is going to be more of a um, continual like progression throughout the day. You've got like missions and fragos and shit. And then there's going to be helo missions, whereas like Stonebreaker and most of the ops are phases. Mm -hmm. So it's like a four phase event. This one, there are, I think there's going to be like a hard stop at some point where everybody's got to like eat. But it's and more like, of an evolution than. Yeah, it's, it's more of a, yeah, it's more of like yeah. a, a keep going. These are your objectives, all sorts of stuff. It's different. I don't know, man. Okay. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> so but it, it looks really awesome from everything that, that they've been okay. doing for it. That sounds neat. So what explain, explain the tier one missions to everybody. Cause I've done, I've done damn missions. I've done spec, whatever missions at different events. So what's, what is, cause I saw snippets and I've seen like clips of uh, this year's the night, the night one, I guess. And it looked pretty dope. Yeah. So, um, so tier one missions are, um, AMS is, you know, damn mission mm-hmm. tier one's the equivalent basically of that, but. And it's so- an extra, how much money? Like 45, 50 bucks. So it's not like the buck 50 or the two. No, it's extra nothing that... crazy. Okay. And, um, you know, they do one Friday and then they do one Saturday. And mm-hmm. depending on the, the AO, depending on how many people, et cetera, et cetera, it either gets split up into like two completely separate sides of the field. You're not even going to see the people in the other lane or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. when you guys go out. But, um, the, the coolest thing for me is that, you know, a lot of the guys who, are running this are either active duty or are veterans. And so a lot of the tier one missions that they come up with are from real life are, are based on real life shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, they're more scenario based from yeah, experience. They're like than- super scenario based where like some of them will be like, like, so this, this past weekend it was, um, they had to breach the jock building and there were water breaches on the, on the doors. So basically, a grenade inside of a water thing and attached to a thing so that when it blows up, it should blow the door in, which mm-hmm. the door is paper. So that's cool. Um, but like it blows that shit in and then they have to like clear some stuff. But um, this, this time we had like flares and fireworks and all sorts of shit like going off, which I think if you watch Greg Wong's video, mm-hmm. you'll see a bunch of that shit he, outside. He's rubbing seeing most of the clips. He does such a good job of catching yes like all the really cool shit at games. Yeah. I, I watched, like he sent us one the other day and I was like, okay, that's going to look fucking awesome. And, um, like, uh, one of them, like the way we did 
the Saturday night one this time, they both started about the same time on different sides of the jock building. Mm-hmm. And I think one was like 10 minutes ahead of the other one so that they, they eventually had to clear the same building. So we had them 10 minutes apart so that they're not trying to do it at the same time. But by the time they got all the way down to the hill to the kill houses, they almost started shooting at each other anyway. So <laughs> that was highly entertaining from our Let side of it. Chaos. But, um, but yeah, so like um, the tier one missions are always like a scenario based, whether it's you've got um, uh, an HVT or you've got, you know, people trying to blow shit up. So you got to go kill them. And um, we've done uh, some with like legit bombs that they had to defuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's what's cool about it, in my opinion, is so you go into your briefing and they're like, this is the tier one. This is this is your objective. This is what you need to do. And then you guys have time to practice. So if they are adding in an element where it's like you have to defuse something or you have to use a breaching charge or whatever, you like learn how to do your job and then. Um, so they have they have set roles they need to do. Yeah. So like it's not just everyone's one, a rifle and grab your dick, grab your gun, run out there and start shooting at everything that moves. It's right. like you've got a specific job you have to do for this. Yeah. Person. So like for this one, there would have been a specific person. You're the breacher. This is how you breach. This is what you do. And then um, they always put people on like rear security and different stuff. So like everybody has like a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there are a whole bunch of people who are just riflemen. If you don't want to do a job or you don't whatever. Um, no, I like that. That's cool. At Bone Strike two bone strikes ago the one that we did at the mississippi um hospital shelby oh okay no no the one at the hospital in vicksburg um one of the times we did uh chemical weapons so one dude's job was to carry around a fucking uv light and look for the fucking shit and then this other dude had to break chains off doors and stuff like they try to make it so that there's a lot of different things to do mm-hmm. while you're also you know getting your shit shot and um so it's it's cool, and I mean, it, dude, it's fucking cheap. Like, why would you not want to? Like, yeah, I was gonna that, say, you know, forty five bucks. Why the fuck not? That's yeah, sounds, that sounds pretty cool. Well, when did you say this next game was at for Iron? When was um, it? It's I Iron think Girl it's now. it's yeah. uh, Iron Fury. It's September like eighteenth through the twenty second, or something, right around that weekend. I I don't know days anymore. Gotcha. I know it's Thursday. Weeks, days, years. You know, but um. But yeah, that one will be cool. And the little bird will be there again. And if you haven't ridden the little bird, it's fucking dope. I've still never been in a helicopter for an airsoft event. Corey, Sam. Corey has cucked me. To, Corey and Robo both have cucked me at least once at <laughs> Broken Home because they'll be like, hey, we're going to do the helo run. Come on, man. Well, I'll fucking take you out with me. Okay, cool. We'll get there and like, oh, never mind. It's just me. Oh, Ooh. no. Like, you <laughs> mother. No, I just like getting your hopes up. You, <laughs> you, I know you did it on purpose. When you dirty. Bastard. Yeah, the um, but like so this time for the little bird for Stonebreaker, it was you have your fly time, and then you actually got dropped off um on a further edge of the AO to do a mission. Ooh, I like that. That's nice. And you got to ride in the Humvee, and then you had to like attack some dudes and shit. It was pretty cool. Cool. Okay. That's cool. That's dope. I dig that. Well, I mean, we're kind of getting to wrap up time. Is there anything else you wanted to go over, Kate, before we shill and shell out? Um. Not that I know of. I don't know. Kate, where? Follow, yeah, where they? Where can they find coast. you? Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Milsim Kate. It's pretty much. That's pretty much it. I don't know. That's uh, also my <laughs> Xbox gamer tag. So we play some Xbox. Um, but you should check out Third Coast on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and uh, check out their next game. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say is uh, you know. Corey in the chat, you guys probably saw me a good point is for this discord that we're creating now is we're definitely going to be promoting uh, like hangout nights where basically us and, you know, everybody that's in that group will obviously be able to play games together. Um, So that's that's the big thing is we'll probably start doing called Airsoft or ASAP hangouts, excuse me, on uh, our discord. So also what uh, games do you guys want to play is what you guys got to let us know. So yeah, put put that in the discord. And then also uh, several of us are going to be regularly doing podcasting for the uh, speak to be breakout airsoft tournaments. Yep. Uh, those are generally on Saturday. I can't remember what the time frame is, but if you go over to breakout, uh, or speak to be, they're posting that up all the time. They do five V five, two V two, uh, and cool. it'll probably three of us, four of us plus caber just 
making total asses of ourselves and pretending we know how to play video games. <laughs> yeah. Or you know how to cast them too. So yeah. dude, casting's a bitch. <laughs> it's I mean, I've watched a lot of it being a big nerd that I am. So it's like I what? get it, you? but no. Nah. You sit and you like you think you'd be good at, it, but man, all you gotta do is tell them what's happening. And then yeah, it's you like do. Yeah, you just tell them what's happening and throw a little bit of filler in between and be somewhat entertaining. I think we can do that. Yeah, we got this. you guys will be pretty okay. Yeah, I think we'd be all right. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything else? Did we already do the the, the sponsor shill? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Okay, man, I missed everything. <laughs> but fun stuff. like I said, guys, go follow Kate. Go follow us individually on our social medias. Please, for the love of God, follow the ASAP page so we can make you some cool stuff. I don't know anything else, Derek, Corey. We need them fucking monetizations. Nope. No. No. Okay. I think we're. I think we're good. Yeah, I want a koozie, guys. So everybody like their shit, so I can have a koozie for. Yeah, Cole's my been drinks. working on that for like three years now. No, I've got it. it it's <laughs> sitting on the order form. I just like I don't. I'm not going to just pull the trigger and spend the money if I don't think they're going to go anywhere. But also, then all the COVID shit hit, and it's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to sell these. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not shipping shit out. Fuck that. Oh, speaking of selling shit, you guys. Don't have a fuck train no breaks patch yet. We got those. Ooh, I always forget about those. Yeah, we uh. That's fantastic. I can't fucking find one. Hold on, I got it right here. (laughs) Really good at this talking about shit. I don't even know where I put it. Oh, here we go. So this is the uh, second iteration of our um, our ticket patch. The first one was yellow. And uh, so you can follow us on Instagram where I haven't posted anything (laughs) in for fucking ever at Ethan Hotcakes. Just saying. And then we've got our um, shitty patches that I don't have any right here. So, yeah, we sell these. They're pretty dope. Oh, nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, I'll definitely have to get up on those. We normally have an outro that Eric reads, but I can't find it. <laughs> um, and we don't have an Eric. We don't have an Eric. We, so we, we, we lack the Eric and we lack the. Yeah. And nobody's, you know what? Yeah. I, I, you think we'd have it memorized by now? He says it so many times that I think we just kind of like go off in the space. As I say, do you actually listen? Um, to Eric, no. Usually, I'm just making sure the episode ends smoothly, so I, I don't. Oh yeah. That much. Hey Tim, Tim, these were uh, we designed them, but Who Shot First made these patches. So if you need patches, get your shit from Who Shot First because they're the the best. There you go. Hell yeah. Derek's like, I'm here in the corner. Hey, hey guys. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I refer people to who shot first for small batch runs all the that's, time. Yeah, that's if what it got, is. It's a small a cool batch idea, run. They are the guys to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of small batch runs. All right, guys. Well, I don't know what Eric normally typically says for an outro, but. Something it's a miracle cool that we've now made it to episode, what is this, 42? I wrote the intro. Oh, we're, we're, yeah, currently, 42. we're officially in our midlife 42, crisis. Yeah, for sure. For this, it's, it's, it's going downhill from here, for sure. But yeah. Anyway, so this is episode 42. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Go follow the Discord so we can all hang out. <laughs> Go okay. follow the Discord. Or go, go join, join it. Discord. Join it. <laughs> Jesus so, Christ. God. Yeah. So, alrighty, guys. God damn it. Later. We'll see you on Adios. the next one. Later, guys. Bye, guys.